Welcome to the Public Sector Marketing Show, a podcast for government and public sector marketing professionals who want to level up their digital marketing and social media knowledge, skills, and strategic thinking. And now, welcome your host, Joanne Sweeney. Hello and welcome to episode 74 of the Public Sector Marketing Show. Did you know we have less than eight years to save the planet? It's a pretty depressing statistic. According to the 2021 United National Crime Report, changes to the global climate are intensifying rapidly. So it got me thinking, how can I make a difference and how can I reduce my digital carbon emissions? So as we all try to positively make an impact, there are probably ways in which we are running our business, engaging in our work, and we're not thinking about the digital emissions that we are contributing to the damage being done to our planet. So in episode 74, what is the real impact of digital carbon on climate? What contributes to a digital carbon footprint? How can we mitigate our contribution? And I go onto the streets of Galway again to ask people what they are doing to change or reduce their digital carbon footprint. So what is the true impact of our digital carbon footprints and does it make uh, any difference if we try and reduce it? Well, did you know that 50 tonnes of electronic waste are generated every year, which is equal to 1,000 laptops thrown away every second because only only 12.5% are recycled. So there really is uh, an impact on climate by our digital activities. Many climate experts say we have less than eight years left until 2030 before we begin to hit a tipping point from which there is no return. Now, this is quite stark and it feels as if, you know, this has just come upon us, but it hasn't. Scientists and NGOs and governments and the United Nations and the World Health Organization have been appealing to us for decades. I think it's only now that the reality of the impact on our climate and the action that we need to take is coming to every front door and every citizen is realizing that they have to play a part. So we can reduce our digital carbon footprint and we can reduce those greenhouse gas emissions that are added to it. So when you're thinking about the impact of your digital footprint from a carbon emissions point of view, think about your organization. We now have hybrid working. Are we reliant more on email, more on cloud services, more e-meetings, more live streaming for events? All of this is adding to it. And how does that compare versus the traditional way? So, of course, if we drive to work, we have emissions from our cars, from public transport that we take. So I think that we need to do a, an audit of our carbon emissions and to weigh up the balance of digital versus traditional ways of working. And for government and public sector, it's really important that you lead and you show the public the way. So it might be an opportune time for your organizations to do that digital carbon footprint audit. There are companies out there that offer that service and then to reorientating how you're working to try and reduce it. And in the next section of the podcast, I'm going to tell you six ways that you can reduce your digital carbon footprint. Mm-hmm.
Level up your social media skills by taking our diploma in social media, plus gain an industry qualification. Use the code SOCIALMEDIA20 for a 20% discount. Visit publicsectormarketingpros.com. So in today's consulting segment, I'm sharing six ways that we can all reduce our digital carbon footprint. And if you don't know what your baseline is, consider carrying out a digital carbon audit. So the first way that we can reduce our digital carbon footprint is reducing e-waste. Are you guilty of getting the latest model of the smartphone or upgrading your laptop when new models come out? It's very important that we try and resist the temptation to those big tech manufacturers and selling us the better cameras and the bigger screens and the flip screens because we are contributing massively to e-waste. And did you know that some manufacturers deliberately make their products obsolete after a certain time frame so that we actually spend more money? And in the sector, it's actually called planned obsolescence. So deliberately making them obsolete and also making them more difficult for us to fix. So then we have no choice but to upgrade. So the first tip is to reduce our e-waste Secondly is powering down. And in fact, many of us may already be powering down our devices and switching off the power to try and mitigate against the rising energy costs. But experts say that powering down your devices when you're not using them, as opposed to having them on sleep mode, will make a positive impact to reducing your digital carbon emissions. And another tip, dimming the display on your device to 70% can save nearly 20% of the energy used by the monitor. So there you go, tip number two, power down. Tip number three, clean out your cloud space. I am totally guilty of this. So the advice is to do a spring clean regularly of your cloud space. So I use Google Drive and I use Dropbox and I also use iCloud. So there's many other cloud services. So make sure that you are cleaning out your cloud services, deleting files that you don't need, emptying your bins. And Axerve did a study and they say that 100 zettabytes of data, one of which is equal to a trillion gigabytes, will be stored in the cloud by 2025 and housed in data centers right across the world. And we know how much power data centers are taking up. And while citizens are complaining about them, we are contributing to the need to have them. So tip number three is to make sure that you clean out your cloud space. Tip number four, also a difficulty is to limit live streaming. Did you know that 60% of internet traffic comes from video streaming services such as YouTube or Netflix or any of those other services that you have? So limiting your live streaming and it probably might also be good for your mental health also. Uh, tip number five, less emails. I'm also guilty of this. Um, did you know that sending an email is more environmentally sustainable than delivering a physical letter and uses only 1.7% of the energy? However, it still does come at a cost. Every email, taking into account that all the processes that have to happen behind the scenes in order to hit send 
and to get it delivered to the recipient equates to carbon emissions of 0.3 grams or CO2 for a, for a spam mail, 4 grams for a regular mail, and 50 grams for an email with a photo attached. So think about how many emails you're sending. Maybe we could have happier working lives if we sent less emails and also help save the planet. So putting this into perspective, eWatch say that driving a car a little over half a mile produces roughly the equivalent emission to sending 65 emails. Yikes. Um, so there you go. Try and reduce your emails. And that is tip number five. Finally, tip number six is power with renewables. So however you, however you are powering your home or your business or your office, try and use renewables where possible. So there you go. There are some practical ways that we can all reduce our digital carbon emissions. But let's see what the people of Galway are doing or indeed if they even care. A one-stop shop digital marketing and social media resource. Join our membership academy for 12 months. Access a library of how-to videos, template strategies, and organizational policies. Monthly live coaching. Attend webinars with subject matter experts. Meet and network with public sector pros from across the world. Use the code MEMBERSHIP20 for a 20% discount. Visit publicsectormarketingpros.com. I'm bringing back the Vox Pop again into this show. So I've gone back out to the streets of Galway, but I've got a new question for the public. This week, I'm asking them, do you know the impact of your digital carbon footprint? Do you care? And would you do one of the six tips that I have to reduce your digital carbon footprint? Let's hear what they have to say. So first question, uh, do you know that we all have a digital carbon footprint? Uh, yes, I do. So, do you know what your own digital carbon footprint is? I have no idea. Have you ever thought about trying to reduce it? All the time. And, like, are there things that you proactively do to try and reduce it? Uh, not really. So, a couple of ways that I've discovered how you can reduce it is actually powering down your devices. So, you know, we, we leave our computer goes in sleep mode, um, smart speakers and other devices. So is that something you try? Um, yes, I probably do that already just to save my battery because it, it runs down really quickly. Uh, so do you think about how many emails you send because emails take up a lot of digital storage and footprint? I have actually started to wonder about how much all of these emails and uh, you know what you do on the internet, how much actually uh, electricity it's using. And then finally, we can also reduce how much we put in the cloud. Do you rely heavily in the cloud for document storage and file storage? Yes, I'm actually a cloud engineer, so I use it for work as well a lot. So did you know that we all have a digital carbon footprint? Yeah, I was definitely aware of it. I've heard that, you know, every email is like two or three grams of CO2. And I suppose there's the whole data center thing as well, which is quite a big topic as well. Yeah. And so how do you feel about individuals and indeed businesses taking responsibility for their digital carbon footprint? Do you think that we should take it seriously? Oh yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's where I work. I work in the, in the area of, of trying to decarbonize buildings. So yeah, I think every facet of life needs to focus on it, yeah. yeah. When I was researching this podcast episode, I did not realize how much I contribute from 
my digital lifestyle mm. to a carbon footprint and I was pretty shocked so what are some ways that we can be proactive and reduce our digital carbon footprint um, <clears throat> it's hard to say I don't really know the numbers behind it but I suppose uh, you know, maybe send less emails. I think everybody lead, needs less less emails in their inbox, anyways. But maybe call more or walk over to someone's desk and chat to them more. Maybe maybe that's the way to go. And maybe also decrease your online footprint. You know, um, you know, if you've got multiple social media accounts, there needs to be data centers to back that up. So maybe uh, cut back on that, and you might feel a bit better about yourself too. You know. And it's interesting when you mentioned data centers mm. and. You know, they get a lot of news headlines about mm. you know that the impact on the environment. But actually, it's us, the citizens, that yeah. is using the data, and that's why we need them. Well, that's exactly it. But if we, if we maybe decrease our demand, our want, you know, um, you know, some people might have four or five different social media accounts, but do you really need it? You know, and uh, the more of those accounts people have, the more data centers we need. So. So somebody working in the area, are you intentional and purposeful with your own digital output? Um, to a certain extent, like I got off, <clears throat> I used to be on Facebook, but I got off, if it wasn't for, you know, my carbon, my digital carbon footprint, I just don't like Mark Zuckerberg, so that's why I got off Facebook, but, um, but I do use LinkedIn, and, you know, I, I do... I suppose I would be online a bit with YouTube and things like that, but I am consciously trying to, more from a mental health point of view, to try and, and take myself off it and read more, read books, you know, so. Yeah. And this, this is a podcast aimed at government and public sector. Do you think that they can do more to enlighten citizens about our role in decarbonizing our digital footprint? I, I for sure, yeah, like, but I think it's, I think a lot of digital footprint is around social media, so I think there should be maybe um, from a carbon perspective, but also from a mental health perspective to maybe understand, you know, uh, what it means to be on these platforms all the time. And, you know, there's various documentaries on Netflix, that, which is a digital footprint as well, I suppose, but that kind of gives, um, you know, an overview of the negative impacts mentally as well from, from these platforms as well, you know. Did you know that we all contribute to carbon emissions because of our digital activity? So browsing social media, streaming Netflix on our phone, sending emails. Did you know that that is creating carbon emissions? Nope, not at all. And this fact is actually mind-blowing. And it just makes me to know more about it, definitely. But uh, I definitely didn't know. And so if you knew how to reduce your digital carbon footprint, such as switching off devices when you're not using them, sending less emails, maybe going on social media a little bit more, do you think that you would change your habits? I, I think majority of people, they don't know that they're contributing to you know, carbon emissions, and especially like those people who really care about environment, so by this fact and like raising awareness will lead to people like being aware of like use of social media would like, you know, somehow neg negatively affect the earth. So this is like a, an additional motivation for people to go less on social media, spend time together in like in healthy ways. Thank you. Did you know that you have a digital carbon footprint?
I was aware that I did have a carbon footprint, but the actual extent of it is quite unknown because, you know, there's no charter that's just going as you're using your phone or if you're using any social medias or even Netflix, especially with the data centers. It's hard to know the exact number. So if there was like a step-by-step -step guide produced by our government, for example, of how citizens of Ireland can reduce their digital footprint, is it something that you'd be interested in and take notice of and try and be? Fossil fuels, everybody's aware of the impact that they're having on our environment, but it's much more abstract to actually know what your technology is doing. So if you knew where and what exactly is causing the most impact, then definitely take every step to reduce that. And is like sustainability and climate action something that you care about? Oh, definitely. I think that taking small steps in my own life is definitely the best way to do it and taking action where you can is my own kind of mantra about it all. Yeah, and I mean, multiply that by, you know, the global population of 8 million would be a significant impact, right? That's it, yeah. And I think that if everybody could do it, yeah, you're multiplying that by a million. And if it's a universe, everybody's taking steps towards the same goal then, and we're looking towards our own lives, and then we can begin to look at bigger issues and tackle them together. Level up your digital skills by taking our diploma in digital marketing, plus gain an industry qualification. Use the code DIGITALMARKETING20 for a 20% discount. Visit publicsectormarketingpros.com. It's really hard to keep up with the ever-changing world of digital communications, but that's where we step in to help you upskill your staff, or indeed, we can do it for you. So we have a whole host of training programs and events that we bring to government and public sector professionals so that you can scale digital communications or indeed elevate the standard of it within your organization. If you don't have the capacity to deliver some projects, we can also come in and become an extension of your team and do it for you and indeed with you. If you want to learn on the go, why not access our free library of webinars on all topics around digital marketing and social media for government and public sector. Our most recent one on essential social media skills went down a treat with almost 100 public sector pros, but it's now available on demand. As always, thank you so much for tuning into the Public Sector Marketing Show. If you haven't already, please share it with a public sector pro that you know they will thank you for it. And until next time, have a great week. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Public Sector Marketing Show. This episode has ended, but your digital journey can continue. Head over to publicsectormarketingpros.com to access resources and links mentioned in today's show and to connect with Joanne and her team. Until the next time, be sure to subscribe, rate and review on your favorite podcast platform.